Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you back with me today because I have a mind-blowing topic to share with you on cognitive dissonance. I was reading Brene Brown's latest book and she talked about it there and it reminded me that you need to hear this. Now, basically, cognitive dissonance is thinking incompatibility and porn use gives people this incompatibility between what they're doing and what they're thinking about themselves or that they want to be doing in their lives. And I'm going to play that out for you. And this is what we're going to do in this podcast episode is we're going to I'm going to break down the concept, the psychological concept of cognitive dissonance. Then I'm going to tell you an amazing story about Leon Festinger, the father of cognitive dissonance and how he infiltrated a cult in 1956. This is a true story because he had the notion that people were going to have incompatibility of thinking and he had a hypothesis that the people that were more committed to the insane, which he classifies it, idea, the ones who double down on being committed to it would have to follow through to help this cognitive dissonance resolve itself in terms of the conflict. And I'm gonna share that with you. Sorry about the background noise there. I am in our office at Lee Brain and Spine today and I wanted to be sure to get you a podcast in time. So we might have a truck or two behind us, but uh, hopefully we'll be okay for a week. Um, so I'm going to talk about Leon Festinger and what he did when he infiltrated this cult. And then I'm going to share the four strategies that people use when something hits their nervous system and it creates this conflict. How do you get out of this conflict? There's four main strategies, some healthy, some less than healthy. And the least healthy strategy is a perfect example of what has happened on TikTok with a a video of mine. Now, I did not have a TikTok account until recently, mainly because I think TikTok is going to take society down in terms of their cognition, their thinking. Uh, Podcast for a different day, am I right? But somebody took one of my videos where I simply and bluntly say, porn damages your brain. And they put that video on TikTok and that video went viral. And people reached out to me saying, this video went viral, but you know they're mocking you, right? And I'm like, yes, but they're doing it because of their cognitive dissonance. So basically in the stitches that they created, people are trying to be as ridiculous as possible to show that their brains have been damaged by porn. Think about that one. Why would someone do that? It's because my message is upsetting their nervous system and they have to resolve that conflict. Very interesting. So stay with me until the end because I'm going to tell you why. Okay, so let's break it down. Cognitive dissonance. Now, the the dictionary definition is that it's a mental conflict that occurs when beliefs or assumptions are contradicted by new information. So a belief or assumption that porn isn't that bad for you and it's just something that you do to relax and you have a high libido and your wife doesn't want to have sex with you a lot. So I just watch porn to relax and it's not that bad for me. That might be your belief or assumption. And then along comes this middle-aged woman who's got all these videos where she says, 
Porn damages your brain. It creates anxiety. The depression you feel, the lack of motivation, it's the porn. Uh, the erectile dysfunction, the performance problems that you're having, the performance anxiety in the bedroom, porn's to cause for that. Your relationship issues, porn's at the root of that. Your inability to think, your brain fog, your ADHD symptoms, porn's contributing to that. Now I come along with that message, which is true and proven by science. When I come along and I say that, it creates cognitive dissonance, thinking incompatibility. So the new idea that I present creates this reaction in your nervous system of conflict. And you have to resolve the conflict because it feels uncomfortable to you. So basically you have two ideas that don't agree with each other and you're already acting in one way that is based upon the initial idea. You watch porn because you think it's not that big of a deal. Now I come along and I tell you it's a very big deal. How are you going to resolve that? We're going to talk about the four ways in just a minute, but let's segue over to Leon Festinger, the father of cognitive dissonance. Now, back in 1956, there was a woman who was called, quote unquote, Mrs. Keach. Mrs. Keach actually created a cult called the Seekers. She told the cult that on December 21st of 1956, that aliens were going to come in a spaceship from the planet Clarion and that they were going to decimate the Earth but the people who followed her would be saved in the spaceship. So here's the interesting thing. Some of her followers really believed her and they sold their homes, they quit their jobs, they gave away their money and they went to the rendezvous point on December 21st to be saved by the aliens. Other of her followers were totally into being saved but they did not sell their homes. They did not get rid of their money. They didn't leave their relationships. They didn't quit their jobs. So we have a group of people who are very much invested. They've gotten rid of everything. They're invested in this idea of going on the spaceship. There's the second group that's less invested. They're still interested, but they are not that invested in if they leave or not because their lives are still set up. Okay, so hopefully you're with me on this. So now comes December 21st, no spaceship. Now what Leon Festinger did, he's a psychologist. He knew something big was going to happen because he assumed no spaceship was coming. So he thought the people who are more invested, they're going to have to double down on this idea because they already sold their homes. They have to get more invested in what Mrs. Keach would say when she had to recover from the fact that a spaceship did not show up. So he became a cult member so that he could be there in the moments to see people's reactions in the moment and their behaviors after. And what he found was the people who were highly invested, when she said that the spaceship did not come and that they were spared, those people who were highly invested left their jobs and money and homes those people followed Mrs. Keach forward. They stayed convicted because they had to resolve the fact that there were no aliens who came down. The people who were less invested left the cult. So when that prediction or that hypothesis came true, Leon Festinger, he actually left the university that he was at and he went to Stanford and he ended up doing experiments that 
proved in a lab, a controlled situation that this conflict that a person feels is actually true. And what he did was he had people do a really boring task. They would just twirl pegs in uh, like a pegboard. Half the group was paid $20. Half the group was paid $1. And on the way out, they were told that they need to tell the next person that the task in the room is fun, but it was a boring task, just spinning the pegs. So the people who were paid $20, they resolved that dissonance because they were paid. And so they actually convinced themselves that they found that activity more exciting. It was more fun because they were paid $20 to do it. Of course, if you're paid 20 bucks, yeah, it's more fun. You got paid to do it. So they were able to resolve that dissonance and it was much more, it was much easier for them to tell the next person who in fact was part of the experiment that it was fun. They had less dissonance. The people who had a dollar when were only paid a dollar felt more conflict because it was boring and they didn't really get paid to do it. So there was more conflict, more dissonance because they were less invested. And he did a lot of experiments proving the idea of cognitive dissonance, this conflict. Really, really interesting. So cool. Okay. So let's now go to the four strategies that people use to be able to resolve the dissonance, the thinking incompatibility that they have when something like this happens. And I'm going to bring it back to porn and masturbation. So here's the four strategies first, and then we will personalize it to porn and masturbation. Okay. Number one, the person changes their behavior to be consistent with the new thought. Number two, we change the thought, the dissonant thought, the new one that came in to restore the consistency, to bring our nervous systems back to the peace that it knew before. Number three, we add other consonant thoughts or other thoughts that agree with the first thought to justify the inconsistency. And again, is to get our nervous systems back to homeostasis, to peace. Number four is trivialize the inconsistency altogether make it less relevant or less important. Okay, so let's talk about that in terms of porn use. Number one is now, you know, you're using porn, masturbating, you're feeling okay about it. Most people have dissonance in the first place. Let me share that first because we know that there's a lot of shame. A shame cycle's at the core of a porn habit and addiction. So there is dissonance there because of moral incongruency. And I've made videos on this and we know most people feel moral incongruency just at their core. They don't think it's a great idea to watch porn, but they're resolving that as is. And the way that they are resolving it is, now when it comes to me and my videos, now this woman shows up and goes, porn damages your brain, you know, yada, yada. So what you can do is number one, change your behavior to be consistent with the new thought. So you thought porn was harmless. And a lot of people tell me, I heard your videos. I heard your podcast. What you say makes a lot of sense. It absolutely describes my situation, how I found porn when I was young, how it's escalated, how now I use it as a compulsion. It's become part of what I do. So they choose to change the behavior. Stop watching porn. Stop masturbating to create consonants again in their nervous system. So they stop the old behavior because the new information has shared something new with them. New shits come to light, right? That's the dude from the Big Lebowski. So new shits come to light and they're going to change their behaviors because of it. Okay. Number two is we change the dissonant thought to restore 
consistency or to get rid of that conflict. So you hear me and then you go, hmm, maybe porn's not that great for me. And then in your mind you go, nah, it's fine. It's harmless. Like she's talking about other people, but it's fine for me. You get back to, it's fine. You just think about it for a minute, like, eh, it hits the nervous system, but then you just go back to, okay, you know what? That first thought is the one for me. And, you know, exercise is another example where you go, I should exercise so I can be healthier. And you're like, eh, I'm healthy enough. I'm fine. And the dissonance goes away. That's number two. Number three is an interesting one. We add other consonant thoughts to justify the inconsistency. Justification. So justification looks like this. You know, I wouldn't have to use porn if my wife had more sex with me. Um, I will only use porn until I get married. If there's a justification statement, you are resolving that thought incompatibility from the new information, knowing that science shows porn is not good for you. Number four, this is the interesting one. Trivialize it. Trivializing the inconsistency altogether, making it less important or less relevant. This is what's happening on TikTok. And I think it's a phenomenon of huge um, numbers because there are millions of stitches, millions. And there's one stitch I know has 1.8 million views on it. There's others that have 500,000. So there are lots of stitches and millions of views. So let me say that, that not millions of stitches. I don't know how many stitches are. Honestly, I don't even know how to use TikTok, to be honest. I have someone who does it for me, but I do know there's millions of views. So people think it's funny. And I saw one of them. I think I may have shared this with you before, where it's a guy and he's on his bike and his bike helmet's backwards and he's doing weird stuff. So basically it's like, Porn damages your brain. Look at me with my brain damage. Look how funny this is. That is making what I said trivialized. And so that you can get back to the fact that it's okay that I watch porn because look how funny it is that I've damaged my brain, which clearly injuring oneself through a behavior, that's what a compulsion is. When you keep doing something, even though you know it's not good for you, and even when you don't want to, and a lot of people get to that point. So the inconsistency has to be resolved and it's trivialized. And so actually, I think those TikTok stitches are interesting because it shows how many people are trivializing it because they're caught up in it. So what does that mean for all of us here? What it means is if you heard me talk about something in one of my videos and it hit your nervous system in a way that irritated you or annoyed you or you didn't like what I had to say, it's likely because it created cognitive dissonance, thinking incompatibility, a new thought that's rubbing your brain and your nervous system the wrong way because you were already operating under the old assumption and now you're forced into creating a feeling of peace again through getting rid of the conflict. And you're going to do it in one of four ways. What I want for you is number one. Number one is you change the behavior because new shits come to light. Like the dude says, now you know something that you didn't know before. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is what empowers you to make new decisions. And I know how uncomfortable it feels because when I get new information, I'm like, dang, whoa, like now I gotta do something new because now I know something new. That's growing pains. That's where the growth happens when we take those opportunities. So what I want is for you, 
is to change your behavior to get rid of the dissonance, not to just go back to the old thought, not to justify it and not to trivialize it because that will keep you caught in this loop, this painful, painful loop of a downward spiral. There's no way you can get out of it. There's no such thing as a horizontal spiral. There's only a downward spiral or an upward spiral. Number one, the strategy to get rid of dissonance, the number one, change your behavior, that creates an upward spiral of positive change that leads you to your full potential. The other three strategies keep you stuck in the behavior that you're in, in the downward spiral. We know this. So we know you keep watching porn, it will escalate. Escalation will lead to erectile dysfunction and performance issues like delayed ejaculation or premature ejaculation. It will lead to relationship issues. It will begin to decrease functioning in the frontal lobe and to desensitize the reward center in your brain. It will lead to anxiety and depression, mental health issues, physical issues, cognitive issues. We know this. So when this cognitive dissonance hits, choose number one, because now you know more. And it reminds me of an email that I recently got from someone and it said, Hey, Dr. Trish, I recently saw your video on TikTok. And I don't even think it was mine. I think it was the other person's. I recently saw your video on TikTok and I was mad at you. I thought, you know, what right does this lady have to tell me this information? He said, and then I took a step back and I thought to myself, why am I so annoyed at this lady? And then he thought to himself, it's because she's calling me out on the thing that I'm doing. And I know I don't want to be doing and that moral incongruency that he had in the first place, I'm putting a light on it. It's on a platter and I'm shining light into the darkness. And he didn't like that. And he's like, I realized through your video, I have a big problem and that I'm going to have to move towards solution. I don't think he's moved towards solution yet. I think he's still caught up in two, three, possibly four. But my hope is he can come out of those and move into one. Now, if you're caught in two, three, and four, it's time to come out of it and to go into one. His really sweet email was, thank you for that video because even though I was annoyed by it, it's really gonna help me. And since then I made a short video that says, don't blame me, blame porn because a lot of people are annoyed at me, but I'm just the messenger, don't shoot the messenger. Look into your heart and go, am I feeling dissonance? Why and what am I gonna do about it? Am I gonna escape back into it, two, three, and four, or am I gonna come out? and do an upward spiral. That's my hope for you. That's what I think you deserve. And it's gonna move you into the life that you want. Okay, I hope this helps you out today. And as always, remember, I have programs for you. If you're interested in relieving this cognitive dissonance and creating the upward spiral in your life, drtrishlee.com. On the website, there's a variety of different programs, digital and where you can work with human beings, including myself. And if you need more information on the contact page, you can reach out and schedule a discovery session with Jamie, my executive assist assistant. She does them basically all day, every day, trying to help people understand what they need and moving them through a process of figuring out what the best plan is for them. So if you're looking for help, we are here for you. All right, until next time, uh, I hope this helps you out.